From the Woodshed, a casual conversation with Chase Morrill and Ryan Eldridge from Kennebec Cabin Company, the team that inspired the hit show Maine Cabin Masters. From the Woodshed is brought to you by Nelma. See the stamp, trust the quality. By Hero Media Arts, connecting small business with new customers. And by Hammond Lumber, your building project partner. Now, from the Woodshed Studios at KCC Headquarters in Manchester, Maine, it's Chase and Ryan. From the Woodshed, I'm Chase Morrill. With me today, Ryan Eldridge. Hey, guys. And filling in for Maggie is Fletcher Morrill. Hi. Fletcher's a fill-in. Yep. Yeah. And our guest today is Kevin Hunt from Benjamin Moore. You can find us at KennebecCabinCompany.com, MainCabinMasters.com, our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channel. Check out our online store where we're having a winter blowout sale we'll talk about a little bit later, shop.kennebeccabincompany.com. We always want to thank our sponsors, Hammond Lumber Company, the official building materials supplier of Kennebec Cabin Company, Nelma, Northeast Lumber Manufacturing Association, Hero Media Network, and Kennebec Savings Bank. How do you do, Fletch? You want me to stop, right? No, no keep, keep going. rolling. Keep oh, rolling. It's just so rolling. <laughs> Cut that out! <laughs> I know. We're live, buddy. Oh, man. That's How are you doing today? Um, pretty good. Pretty I good. was just thinking, you've you've taken my seat this year, right? Yep. we got to give your dad a day off sometime. Me, you, and Maggie on oh, here? Oh, man. Dad's like the mom of this group. Because it's like... <laughs> Oh no! I'll take that. Well, we could try it. We maybe we could have we could have mom sit downstairs, and if we needed her, we could, we could call down and have him come up. Yeah. I'll be at the bar. Where's Maggie today? Maggie is at a ski race at Tickham. Nice, go Maggie! Yeah, we're Woo. gonna uh, check in periodically on LiveTiming.com to see how her times are. Yeah, yeah. She had a race last night. I think we ran, we ran the car bell from here. She can hear it. <laughs> at Kens Hill. Was like, no, the night before she had a no, race. Oh, yeah. The night before she had a race at Kens Hill. She fell, fell, she fell on both of her runs. That means she's pushing it, though. I like that. Exactly. You know, that means exactly. She's pushing it. Yeah. Hopefully she's not racing this weekend. No, so they pushed up this race. It was supposed to be on Friday. I had one on Saturday. And then they canceled both races but on Saturday. But now I have one on Monday. Then I'm like Monday night. Then on I have one on Tuesday morning. Like Where is it Monday night? I don't know. I think it's uh, Lost Valley. Nice. Fletcher had a race. When was your race at Lost Valley? Um, Tuesday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, this Monday. W- this week, and yeah. he he was faster than you. Yeah, he was. Oh, it's not that No, it's with you. Sorry, Eva. <laughs> yeah. Just to kick your butt. Though. <laughs> yes. She was not happy. What? Well, no. I don't know if anyone knows. But we have after. When we wake up tomorrow, it's going to be brutal. The coldest temperatures they say some of us may have ever experienced, especially him. When does this cold roll in? Tonight? Tonight. No, yeah, I think we ease into it. Saturday morning, they said it's supposed to just... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, how cold? Like, negative. Negative 20 without the windshield? <laughs> I'm just going to say a main cold euphemism that's not politically correct. <laughs> and then I wondered, where did that come from? <laughs> That will not be the trivia question. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, it won't. Uh, I picked it up. It's supposed to get really cold. But did, I almost feel like they hype it up now. It was almost better when you didn't have that technology. Or you're kind of the person that doesn't watch the news or weather much. I read the news and occasionally. So you wake up and you don't, you don't go to bed knowing what the weather's going to be. No. See, that amazes me. See, we have a snotty calculator. I like an estimator that you can go to online. 
A snow a what? A weather a snow day calculator, like an estimator. Oh. So like it will be like, okay, tomorrow there's a 97% chance you're having a snow day. Yeah. Cool. How pretty... is it? Is he right? Um, most of the time, I think. Um, the other day we had a, like, two-hour delay. I mean, it was nice and all, but I don't really think we needed it. it was like How many snow days you had? Like an inch. Now, we had a little bit of powder. But two weeks ago, we got nailed twice. Yeah. Small. So you had one snow day that week and one two-hour delay? I think I had two. two? You had a snow day the week before. I yeah. think you've used probably three. Two yeah, or three. Snow I, days are like three-day weekends. Three. They're great until Tuesday morning. And a snow day is great until you sit in that school in June, you know? Yep. They go, I could be outside. <laughs> we have five snow days. And we've got Built three in. of them. Built in. Like, that we can just, like... But they did away with the... What did, what were they calling it? Like s- snow day packets. Snow day yeah, packets some like... schools do that, right? I don't know. Yeah, Marina yeah. Cook tried it, and I think enough so, people were like, "No." What was it, Fletch? Um. Well, I never experienced the middle school one because I was in the elementary. They used to give us this packet, and, like you had to work, and it really sucked. Like, <laughs> it was snow day. Also, because it was like school work. So pretty much, you had a snow day. You were still doing stuff. You were supposed to do yes. work on the computer. It wasn't like, I don't think you had like Zoom classes or anything. No. Not like during the pandemic. That does suck, to quote Fletch. Yeah. Like, so one of the, some of the greatest moments as a child <laughs> are like Christmas morning. I'll never forget Snow Day. I remember, maybe, so Fletch, when we were kids, you didn't have the internet, okay? Yeah, I know. Imagine that. <laughs> and your phone didn't ring eight times. And you had to get up and watch your news and you had to just watch the bottom of the yeah. TV. Yeah, I know. Even if you knew it was a snow day, you right. know, like, and if you missed it, the commercial, and you had to go get some yeah. more cereal. You had to prove it. You and had then to once prove you it. saw it, you're like, yes. It was like yeah. scoring the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl or something. <laughs> like, oh, it was awesome. I feel like this game winning Super um, touchdown Super Bowl is a bit more hyped up than that. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on the snow day. I don't see myself playing the Super Bowl, but I played in some snow days. If you have a big test, <laughs> it can mean it can be a game. All right, game. we're going to check on Maggie's. Let's see. Timing right now. And then after that, we're going to take a short break. Um, we're going to watch a video about Kennebec Cabin Winter Blowout Sale with my beautiful wife, Ashley. But, but before then, anything yet? No. The, the girls have started racing. All right. Haven't got to her score yet. Girls have started racing. Seen. We'll get back to that after this video of our blowout sale with Ashley. Hi, Amy. Hi. Welcome Ooh. to Kennebec Cabin Company. Thanks. George and I, this is Chase's new dog, George. Oh. Gosh, George, you he's the George. 
Now I'm ready for the cold. Oh, Ashley is so funny. I forgot my clothes. I'll be right back. All right. And we are back with our guest, Kevin Hunt from Benjamin Moore. Kevin, how are you? Hey, Kevin. Long time no see, buddy. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yeah. Second, third year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. How was the ride up from New Hampshire? Yeah. It's, you know, I think the cold's tomorrow, but the roads were clear. It was good. Right? Are you? This is still our water, coffee, beer segment. Would you like a beverage? Do you have a, uh, like a Diet 7 Up? <laughs> I don't I'm have to keep digging. Hey, darn, I'll have to have a beer. <laughs> I got a couple Baxters. Your call. Would you like the Staycation Lager or the Coastal Haze? Uh, Coastal Haze sounds nice. Thank you. Gets that. Plex, you want water? Yeah. Coming at you, buddy. We got hands over there now. Nice. Maggie could have done that, too. She's quite an athlete. She is. She is. is. So, yeah. So, what have you been up to? Maggie's my favorite main cowgirl. I just got to get her running barrels. (laughs) Yes, you do. Doing a little breakaway calf roping or something. Exactly. Exactly. Well, did you say they do the ski? We, we got to get some of the kids to do the ski joran. You know who's real? Sarah really wants to start doing that. Let's, I'll sponsor a team. <laughs> right? So, cheers. 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 So, for you guys that don't know, ski joring is horses, right? With skiers and snowboarders behind them, right? And they're doing it in Skowhegan every year now. Yeah. That might not be the right word for it, but it's taking place and it's, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I think first step would be to go see how what what the deal is. I think you got the first step. You have a family that loves horses and has a horse and has skiers and loves yeah. But yeah, that's true. Head up there and see what it is. When I when I lived in Steamboat, they used to do it. Oh really? Oh, yeah, they had little yeah. jumps and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. intense. Cowboy, yeah, the Cowboy Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. I will sign Sarah up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll go watch that. <laughs> so what's new with Benjamin Moore? Man, there's, we have so much cool stuff going on right now. Um, you know, I, I think I brought two or three things to show you. Uh, things I think that place for you and your you guys and your fan base that might be really um, happy to see. Um, one of the things I brought was, you know, for years, um, there was a product on the market that was like a weathering oil that you put on cedar shakes and everything. And over time, yeah. you know, they would get that coastal gray look to it. But... Um, you know, it really didn't give you a lot of instant gratification. You had to put it on. You had to wait. There was some hoping, you know, and that kind of Years thing. and years. And then it depends on, like, if it was under a porch, if the sun hit it. That right, kind of the thing. northern exposure. What's nice the northern exposure. exposure. That kind of thing. So we just kind of took the that part out and the weight and everything and just kind of went straight to instant gratification. So um, we got um, a great color called Weathered Gray. Um, and we made it in a couple of different opacities, so a transparent and, a, and more of a, a little bit more of a. Explain solid. opacity for some of our listeners. Yeah, so you know when you deal with stains, you think about transparent, which mm-hmm. brings out the most of the wood color, and then you have a semi-transparent that masks a little bit more, and then a semi-solid, then a solid, which is kind of like more of a like a full like a paint finish yep. kind of a thing. So each one of them mask more of the rustic nature of the wood. So um, these tend to, we want to stay on the lower end of the spectrum, the transparent, semi-transparent type look. So uh, we're going to make it in waterborne and we're going to make it in oil or alkyd. So uh, great color. We, uh, we, we didn't, we went about this a really cool way. We started all the way down like, Greenwich, Connecticut, all the way down on that end, and we worked our way. We found grays all up and down the east 
eastern wow. coast. We went to Nantucket. We went to Martha's. We went yep. all the way up to Bar Harbor, and we looked at all these different grades. I think when we finally got finished, we probably had 14, and we narrowed those to seven. Then we narrowed those down until the point we picked the most popular one. So I think uh, I think that's a that's a really good, nice gray finish. It comes ready mixed. You just buy it right at the store, right off the counter, and take it home and put it on. And, uh, and you don't have to wait. Don't have to wait. Yeah, nice. Get that gray coastal look. And you don't have gray. to just use it on cedar. No, you can put it on any yeah. exterior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned so much. I I'm not a fan of painting and stuff like that. I learned so much so in the last you know bunch of years we've done this and just how like stains. A lot. I, I never realized what I I thought a stain was a stain. You put it on with a cloth, you know. But there's so many right, stains right, that right. go on like paints now, and there's so many like transparent stuff and the science behind it. Like you really what. Like you get what you, you can get what you pay for now with products like that. I mean, it's bead the water will bead right off your products. Like Absolutely. it's just amazing, like yeah. what they do. And and you know, I would say that oil base or alkyd stains are still the kind of the workhorse of the market for you know. But then the the water based stuff has gotten really, really and waterborne stuff has gotten really good the last few years, and and it gives you a lot more UV protection. So if you're looking for longevity and color and fade resistance and everything, if you can go to the waterborne or the waterborne has really? more UV yeah, resistance than oil, better UV wow. resistance. Interesting. Yeah. So I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, so you think about the natural transition of a home. So let's say you went in and you see your home and you put semi-transparent on and you did that a few different stain cycles and then you worked your way up to, and you did oil. Yep. And then you decided, yeah, it's, I'm just going to go solid this time or semi-solid. Yep. Um, you could go acrylic, semi-solid or solid over the top of those old coats that you put on of semi-transparent oil. Yep. And then you've got a lot better UV resistance at that point, a lot better, huh. a lot better color retention too. And we were just talking earlier that alkalids right now are difficult to get. Yeah. You know, so... Well, you know, we're hoping this year will be a little bit more of a level set for us. You know, the whole paint industry, everyone, you know, yeah. the last couple of years, it's really been, there's been some raw material shortages and everything. So everyone's had a struggle from a matter of fact. Pandemic messed up the most random stuff. It did. It's so it? random, yeah. isn't it? Well, it was that so, big freeze down in Texas, right? That kind of kicked uh, it hope, off. Hopefully we don't, that doesn't happen again. because That's in, what you can't have in your own power grid. <laughs> they're in a big Texas, freeze right it? now too, aren't they? Yeah, it's, uh, that that started everything and it just sort of just yeah, snowballed Texas fans. there, so. Yeah, so um, that's getting everything's getting better. Raw materials are getting better, but one of the things that's still kind of hard to navigate through is is oil based stuff. But are you finding that more people are almost discovering the waterborne because yeah. of that? I mean, it's kind of a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. what are the pro sorry? What were the pros of oil based? Just more. I always thought it was more bulletproof. I assume more UV protected. Mm. I think it's probably when it's harder to clean. You know, more hard to clean. The harder to clean, the better it's going to hold, right? <laughs> it, it They do penetrate into the surface really, really well. Yeah. Right? But these new acrylics, we, the, the technology is there. They do a really good job, too. In the last six months, Jake and Chase, you know, our poly experts have both, you've grown up really love for the water-based products. Yeah, yeah. And just the ease of them and, and just the, dur the durability, too, and the looks. And Yeah, I mean, we're doing a cabin right now over on Cobsey and Jake and Sarah were there the last two days and they sprayed out the interior with a water-based poly gloss finish. They sprayed everything. It looks phenomenal. Two days it was done. Yeah. You know, it dries fast. It doesn't have that, 
you know, that the off gassing, sure. you know, so you can be back in there the next day working on the place. So yeah, no, don't no not, not the odor, not the odor, quick, dry time, yeah. soap and water clean up. Yeah. So I may have almost killed Jake at our camp. <laughs> you know well my brother's camp you know we finish it off afterwards the next winter we put some more time into it and she then i was like oh can you just I, the idea of polying that and he sprayed it out with oil base and like i luckily i think i went in and he was like lightheaded and we opened some windows and yeah but yeah it, that was the last time we've used it and <laughs> the, everything looks just as good if not better these days yeah then we got one more um this one's coming a couple of weeks element guard so it's a new exterior house paint, um, and it has good retention for incoming rain. So, you know, probably never have to deal with that up here in the summer. <laughs> right. Rainfall, but one hour. So if you can get it on and get an hour. Really? God. Falls, what temperature? Retention. 35 degrees. Wow. That's right wheelhouse. We could have used that a month or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> And so really? We, and we've got uh, three sheens, flat, low luster, and soft gloss, and it comes in all our 3,500 colors. Um, so we're rolling that one out for spring, and, you know, the, the good part about it is early rain resistance. So I can see that one being very popular in all our coastal areas. Yeah. So as far as sheens go, it seems like a lot of paints are moving away from, like, the high gloss finish. Yeah, I'd say they... We've lost a lot of their popularity over the years. I mean, yeah. I definitely, we've seen a trend, I think, toward lower sheen. Satins are extremely popular right. now. Right, know, right, right. Kitchen cabinets or even with trim. You used to see a lot of, like, a lot of classic type construction homes had high gloss trim. You know, a lot of high gloss oil, actually, back in the day. Yeah. Um, and maybe front doors still had maybe, like, I had that high gloss. So it'll pop little. a little bit. Yeah. But. So if you did want to do like a front door with a high gloss, yeah. I mean, you could, like an enamel or something like sure. that, you can still get still that, that. Yeah. sheen in that. Yeah. How do you guys get up like the element guard? It's just science. How you get the yeah. different compound, like polymers or whatever, to get it to different behave like system. that? Yeah. Because you we, you love the command that command paint. We love. Oh yes. Command seems to be we we command. use the heck out of that because it's so versatile. Then we lost command. We 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 launched command a year or two ago. And it's just gained so much popularity. It's um, quick reach coat times. Yeah. Back yeah. In, you know, 10 minutes dry. Bulletproof. And you can put it on floors. It's kind of like one of those coatings you can just kind of put on anything. You can do doors with it. You can do handrails with it. You can do floors with so it. So if you do a bunch of projects and maybe you have some left over for one project, you don't necessarily, you can just grab it and don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah, great <laughs> We're not putting the wrong park in the wrong place. You got some old bleacher benches from Colby College <laughs> that you want to use on picnic tables. Oh, yeah. And the paint starts peeling immediately. <laughs> it's the go-to paint uh, right? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, and then we've done a ton of work, like relaunching colors and all of our, you know, that's one of the questions we get the most. If you look online, I mean, our social media, the most common question is, what are your favorite off-whites? What are your favorite colors? What's this year's favorite color? That kind of thing. So we've done a tremendous job with our, our online color work with our on our website on benjaminmore.com just making it easier helping people choose colors you know and sometimes it's hard to look at 3500 colors you know because it narrow it down to yeah. a family of 10 or 12. how many whites chase kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we had a great paint segment a couple of weeks ago but um all benjamin colors we had a couple like is it a real color or a fake color oh. and then like statistics how many whites there were yep. like we were 
flabbergasted. Yeah, I it's did, amazing. I did horrible on it. <laughs> I felt like I one, yeah. Guess what color is associated with the name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Yeah. How did your uh, paint creation naming go with Ashley? So um, that's a funny. That's that's a good story actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I think we came. I don't know when our kind of relationship kind of all kind of, kind of unfolded, but I don't know if it's how many seasons it happened before. Maybe a couple of three seasons three, or something. Three, three. Three. Yeah. So um, I sat at a picnic table back. I remember playing his day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, you know, so I think a lot of your early work. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of like notes taken on like what color went yeah. where and early. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some of that. So some of the early filmed All know, right. camps didn't get really. So, so, so the girls in the office were get a lot of calls or emails about what, you know, I was watching episode three, season two, what color was that? And that kind of thing. So um, we kind of backtracked a little bit and we went back and, and started trying to find some of the more popular ones that people tend to ask the most questions for and then ashley and i sat down and i think we probably started with 70 80 colors i think probably you guys were laughing when you, i remember you guys doing that yeah, it was yeah, a hoop. fun and we we ended up at your house yeah. yeah so we spread them all out on the kitchen table and everything so we had some big color swatches and then you know ashley you know she's i think one of the fun things that you guys do is you you can take a few more color risk and you're, you're not right oh, yeah. you're not in a hoa neighborhood and that kind of thing, right? <laughs> yes. you, know, you can do you can do an orange yes. or an ochre yes. or a butterscotch or something like that so yes um so she started picking out i think we can probably narrow those down to about 50 and then we said well where do we have too many blues where do we have too many grays well, let's pick some great new england great reds and that kind of thing and then she you know i think one of the ones you guys uh, you know like a like a black you know, or a deep charcoal kind of a color. You know, those are getting to be popular. So she wanted some of those. So I think what we did is then we created a, a pretty, like maybe a family of 50. And then we decided where we had too many duplications. And then so she wanted to pick something that covered like a, a big gamut of, of fun colors. And then she went back and then cross-referenced those to um, some of the more popular ones that they got a lot of questions with, you know, downstairs. And then, um, then we then we had to get kind of we had to get creative. So um, <laughs> I'm lucky that we have two great sales reps that live up here in Maine, Ben and Ben. Yeah, the Ben yeah. helped yeah, out yeah, big yeah. time. Both Bens. So um, we actually had to give them some addresses, and uh, we they sent them out to do a little uh, do a little, little work. <laughs> so I think they probably rolled up on some camps, and um, this is one of the coolest things that's came out. So. I can't remember when the first color matching computer came out, but um, I think it was at the, I'm going to get back to history here. I think it was the World's Fair in 1981 or four or somewhere around that. And the first color matching computer literally was as big as this table. And, <laughs> right. Um, I remember that we had a retailer in New Orleans that, uh, that, that purchased one and they were one of the first ones to have one. And um, it was amazing science back then. So we've gone from a, something the size of this table to this. That's a computer. Wow. Yeah, it matches colors and it links. I don't have my phone with me, but it links directly to the app on my phone. Really? So we just sent Ben and we gave, or both Bens, we gave them some addresses at some popular camps. And like, we didn't really remember what color these were. So they sent them out and you just take this and just, you calibrate it. And it's got a little, little cool little thing. It's got a calibration tile. Yeah. You calibrate it. And then you walk up to the wall or 
whatever you're looking for you want to match the color and you just put it on there push the button and it sends the color directly to your phone so um it just has an app that works. technology once again yeah so um yeah how does that how does that work so technology technology <laughs> man technology so yeah so we went from something the size of the bed on your truck to this <laughs> supercomputer <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, and these are available. I mean, you can on our website. They're available. So, and I think Ashley has one too. But, yeah. Um. So super handy. And you know, if you work in color, or you're a designer, or an architect, or um, that kind of thing. I we have designers that that carry them all the time, and they like they go somewhere and they they're at a restaurant, sure, or somewhere, and they see a color that they just absolutely love. Click, and it saves it, and then you can go back and reference. You walk that. up behind behind someone. Oh, excuse me, like this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so um like a pickpocket yeah, for colors <laughs> yeah so then we reel that down to the tw i think 25 colors that you know that we made sure we didn't have too many duplications too many blues too many topes and she just did a great job and picked some just from some fun colors there's some classic colors there's some go-to things i mean not everyone's gonna want an orange house right or right. a blue cabin or something so um there's some safe things on there like you know, i paid a couple of notes you know sail cloth is one of the colors that's you know it's been a, a really great color forever shaker beige so there's some safe colors there but then there's also you know those were kind of you know are like, like out, outlandish type you know bright colors yeah or yeah or even you know like you said an accent door a front door that you want to paint something bold yeah we've definitely seen a few out there colors on that i was just looking at you picture i know there's a couple camps out there you just put stuff in a barrel and your sister lost her mind and i wonder what the computer said we could go back and match it. I, I gotta, I, I'm, I'm gonna think about this and then we're gonna go back and match one yeah. we should you know you the cool thing about it is we have 3,500 colors, so we might be perfect. We'll get something really right, close. right, 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 right. There'll be yeah. a chase shade out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we we've, we've been in about three or four years as partnership now, and before that, um, I think the one reason that we Benjamin Moore is a New England brand, and you think you think of oh, you think you think of New England, you think of Samuel Adams, you think of Benjamin Moore. You know, you think of all these old <laughs> names. Like, and I think the biggest thing was convenience. And I like we were pretty misinformed about how easy it was to get your product. Okay. You know, and you guys sat down with us and the other bends, and yeah. you guys are everywhere. Now. We are. Yeah, we have, we have locally everything. owned stores. Locally, yes, we that's the big thing. So, exactly. but yeah, so it's been a great like. Yeah, but anytime I, we ask. Yeah, we had a conversation of a little while ago about how Benjamin Moore is expanding into Europe. Yeah, and you were saying something about water quality over there isn't the same uh, i don't know if it's are there different yeah, yeah. minerals it's not the same water yeah, not the same water yeah yeah so we um we are expanding we're i don't know how many countries we're in now but we're in a, we're expanding a lot in the uk and like a cool story that our ceo told a few weeks ago um we're opening i forget how many the number of stores in ireland so you know our founders founded the company two brothers irish immigrants i'm in brooklyn in 1883 yeah. and uh, we're actually going to open a store in the same town where they were born and where they 150 years later yeah wow 143 yeah, 140 years later yeah 140 years later so kind of a cool story but we got we have new stores going in ireland we have stores going all over the uk so um yeah it's kind of neat to see the benjamin moore brand that's 
traditionally been a U.S. Canada brand. Yeah, expand globally, really. Yeah. So yeah. I want to get that computer. It'll be a Blarney Stone Gray, like <laughs> you know, Guinness brand. <laughs> Think of all that. What uh, opportunity? You're right. Yeah. That'd be a great job, Kevin. Just yeah. Travel the world and travel with that world. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the yeah what the uh, if the color fads over you know color trends over in Europe and UK are. Well, our, our last day, a couple of days in Europe, we were in Copenhagen, and we went and had breakfast down in the famous right, right area right. down there by the wharfs and that street though with the colors. You know, you see it in all the postcards, all the cool pastels and like yeah, they they're, they're pretty vibrant over there. They get a little fat cabin masses. Yeah. Nice. Flair with colors, yeah. Not as conservative as the North New England is. Well, that yeah. Except further north, you go up into Canada, you get into yeah. the really uh, bold uh, colors. I mean, you think about that the history of you know the from England and everything here in this part of the country. I, my assumption is is I would think that a lot of the colors that we have a, a historical colors, you know, and yep. Williamsburg has historical colors. I, you would you would think that probably most of those colors were a favorite color of someone that brought that mm. something you know. Um, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's it's probably a lot of rich history. There's a lot of those, a lot of those colors. Yeah. A lot goes into paint colors. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Ashley and I had a great time, and she picked uh, she picked some really good colors, and it's been very popular. There's a lot of, um, you know, the, the cabin company um, link goes directly to our we're kind of linked back and forth and um we get there's a lot of traffic and a lot of a lot of people who good really good good her colors yeah yeah so on every episode guide every episode we have an episode guide on our website and like you were saying we have the benjamin moore colors that we used on the cabin on right you know list right beside pictures of photos of cabins and stuff and and a cool 3d tour if people don't know and a cool 3d tour but it will uh bring you right to the benjamin moore website and fletch you seen that before yeah i've seen it once you seen your dad walk in like he looks like he's going to school with that big suitcase <laughs> he sets that up every time he's no. all business at the reveal I need to get you start doing that for us what the 3d tour oh it's quite a process right? you see you have to set up in a couple spots yeah scans sure. the whole room is yeah. that linked to your phone too? No, no. Oh uh, no, I guess it could be. It's linked to an iPad. Yeah, cool. Yeah, technology all around the old cab masses. Who'd have yeah, thought? Absolutely. So what? Yeah, what's on the horizon for Benjamin Moore? I think you know. I think this year is probably we we kind of need to like catch our breath, you know, because we we've had a tremendous past few years. You know, yeah. um, obviously, yeah, you kind of have kind of feels weird to say it you know some some companies didn't do so well during the pandemic you know you put 300 million people in home it seemed like they oh gee that's something i kind of wanted to paint something kind of wanted to stain you know it's therapeutic yeah. for a lot of people well, people you know just had, maybe would had put it off and all of a sudden now they had time to do things like that so um last few years have been really good in the raw material shortage and that put us like in a supply chain scenario where, you know, we're struggling to make products and keep products on the shelf and everything. So I think this year, you know, we we're, we have the element guard, and I think we'll probably roll out a few, uh, some, you know, some primers or some different things throughout the year. But um, I think it's kind of a level set kind of a year for us and time to like get caught up and get the warehouses back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So stocked and ready. Yeah. What's the Benjamin Moore lab like? I can only picture. It. Is there like we are there fields of stuff with it? Is it like fields of stuff that are painted? Yes. And you watch them weather and stuff. It's amazing. It's down in. Can Flanders, we go on a field trip, Chase? Yeah, we should take a field trip. Where's it at? Flanders, New Jersey, um, and it's 
it's amazing it's they have they have fields and they have test panels and they go tomorrow paints <laughs> and they yeah get out of here yeah, tomorrow. right uh, and you know they they get they're out there with the elements so they get yeah. the wind driven rain they get the snow they get the ice they get the frost everything and we test you know all of our products versus our competitive products and that thing and we let them weather and we see how they you know how they do so and then they they have an amazing lab there too that you know that's working on you know what is the next you know element guard what is the next command mm -hmm. those kind of things so um yeah it's it's a to be any trip we could put it together we could definitely all go that'd be fun you yeah. get a group together yeah. nice yeah they're literally people being paid to watch paint dry they are <laughs> <laughs> sounds like ashy's kind of yeah. job <laughs> god love it <laughs> all right Fletch, do you have a few questions from some fans yeah i do um mark h asked <clears throat> i have a i have cathedral ceilings in my um camp with v-match pine with an oil-based polyurethane it has darkened over the years so i used water-based poly with white pigment to make it brighter could i go over the old oil-based poly to with a water-based one that has pigment added so he wants a whitewash over it, kind of like sounds. Yeah, it's like a, like a pickle, like a whitewash. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. So you know, that's a great question, actually. It doesn't have a short answer. So, you know, if you think about polyurethanes, they dry extremely hard. They're very durable coatings. They We walk on them. Our pets run around on them and that kind of thing. So as they get older, they're, they're extremely hard finish. So when you think about adhesion and coatings, um, this is my philosophy. There's only a few ways to gain adhesion. There's the, the shortcut would be like a like a adhesion like bonding primer. We make a great one called Sticks, S T I X bonds to like almost all surfaces. And then there's what you call chemical adhesion, which is what he's asking about. Like with the with the resin or whatever in the water base adhere to the old oil base. And then the safest one, what I always say is the if you if you really want to take the worry out of it is like mechanical adhesion like abrasion like sand so lightly sand it if you lightly sanded it then you wouldn't have to worry about it as much so and then you you create that you know that abraded surface so that the new coating has something to adhere to uh, so he leaves a lot to there's a lot in that question that we don't know like what kind of water-based poly right. is it there's a lot of water-based polys there's kind of they're made for floors there's kind of for made for furniture there's kind of made just for knickknacks on the wall and that kind of thing yep. so um the good news is it's a ceiling you're not going to be washing it probably you're not going to be walking on it and that kind of thing so safe bet there is if you could take just a pole sander or something lightly sand it you probably <laughs> not okay. much right just just yeah. yeah and then scuff it up yeah or you know go maybe find an inconspicuous area somewhere and try a sample let it dry for a couple of weeks and then go back and give it the old fingernail test okay. I, I have a feeling it would probably be okay but by lightly sanding it you take the worry out of it yeah we've all seen that like you know something's perfect and then someone touches it that one spot is going to peel right off yeah. it's like but you would if if it was an oil-based polyurethane and you went over it with a water-based white like a pickling you're not gonna you're not gonna still be able to see the grain and i mean the knots will still bleed, bleed through but you yeah probably not gonna see the grain in the wood anymore right how much pigment you put in the water base gotcha yeah yeah, if it's just a light, like a whitewash kind of a look to it, probably wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be that bad. And that that that's actually a trick. 
you know, we've talked about it before that we've learned from you guys is directly tinting the water-based polyurethane. You know, we do that. We've done it, you know, two ounces of white to, you know, we basically pickles it. It's polyurethane seals everything. I think we've done a gray on a floor as well, which, you know, looked good, but you know, that's another added benefit of it. Good question. Yeah. That's a um, good question. Shannon Carpenter asked, what is your favorite part of working with the main cabin masters? Good question, Shannon. <laughs> you know, it's it I, I I came last year and walked onto it, watched you guys film one day. Yeah. I was mesmerized by, you know, all the things flying around in the drones in the air and all the cameras <laughs> everywhere and what it takes what actually create what you guys do. Um I would say that one of the most fun things is like how challenging some of the stuff that you guys get into from rehabbing some of these camps kind of, you know, it's like nothing's ever perfect. You know, you, you've got, <laughs> you, you, you have to clean up siding that's, you know, been. You yeah, know, absolutely. Gone way too long and that kind of thing. I, was, I watched the other day's pressure wash one. I thought there's no way that's going to clean up. And it did it, it pressure wash and cleaned up really well. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I think, um, and then the time frame and, in which you guys need to turn these over for to the owners, you know? So, and then what's the last thing that ever gets happen happens, right? Is the painting and staining. It's the last thing. <laughs> right. So it's down truly, to the wire. Truly. So that's something like we're a command situation. If you were to go with an old oil based floor coating, like you probably used years ago, you might have three or four days in the summer when the humidity is yes. for that to dry, you know, command's going to dry fast and that kind of thing. So, you know, I think, um, and I think the two bins up here do it more than I do, but you, you text me questions when we talk on the phone and ask when you have challenging situations that you get in. But, um, yeah, just the, the problem solving and trying to figure out ways to either fix something, correct something, make something right, that kind of thing. So I think that's, that's one of the most fun things. Yeah. And I mean, for us, it's great to have access to all of your guys' knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, like you said. We get into something we're like, all right, what's going to be the best application? We're texting Ben, being like, Ben, you know, what would work best in this situation? Yeah. He always has an answer, and it's usually spot on. Good. And if anything can stand up to main elements, you it's know, true. it's a good test. As you know, where main's a good test, you know. Yeah, and, yep. yeah you, you have the coldest of the colds like tomorrow. I know. I was yeah. just thinking, yeah, if, yeah, it, yeah. It's, if it's 25 below on Saturday, and they said Tuesday's going to be 40, that's 65 degrees difference, and it's only 40 degrees. Yeah. And then we could see a hundred. You know, it's like Maine's got some pretty extreme temperatures. Yeah. And then the humidity. Yeah, yeah. So follow up to that question is, what's your favorite part of working with Ben Moore? Um. So I have thirty years. Wow. A couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, a couple they, of months, something like that. Yeah, I want yeah, thirty. Something's years. clicking for you to stick with them that yeah. long. You don't just work work for a company like that and not have similar. Yeah, a lot of similar yeah. things and beliefs and it has a values. family feel. You know, which is, you know, I've worked with a lot of the same people. I have, um, I have territory reps and um, here in New England um, on my team that are 36 years, 37 wow. years. I think once 40 years now. Um, so we have long-term people who have tons of knowledge. Um, we have a great support staff in our home office. Yeah. Um, but we work with, you know, to your point about the locally owned stores, we work with all these great entrepreneurial spirit people that, you know, are entrepreneurs. They own their own business. They're 
they carrying the keys they're unlocking the doors every day and um they have so much knowledge and our field staff have great knowledge and everything and it you know from top to bottom it, it feels like a family and it feels like friends yeah so nice. i think that's that's one of the best parts about it excellent yeah um and pj5546 from instagram asked when should you use oil-based stain only i'm always confused about this me too yeah. pj me too yeah. so no i you know years ago kind of stains that was really the only option you know i think when i first started years ago with benjamin morning it, it was just if you stained it was oil and um like we talked about earlier these water-based stains have really gained in popularity over the last few years so you know, if I, I think if I were going to stain a deck, um, at least for the first time, I would go oil transparent or oil semi-transparent. Uh, but now on siding, um, I think solid color stains, acrylic, water-based, yeah, far, yeah, you know, do a far better job than than oil-based stains. They don't fade as badly. They don't weather as badly. They keep their color. They keep their longevity. I uh, have better UV protection. So, um, it, I. You know, it's like anything else, you know, technology gets better, you know, good example. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, the, the, the oil-based stuff still has a presence. Uh, people still like them. Uh, I don't think they're going to go away anytime soon. Um, but the water base, if you haven't used it, give it a shot. It, the, the, they have soap and water cleanup. You don't have the oil smell. You don't have the disposal issues, you know, all that kind of stuff that you do with oils. So. So my mantra, you know, the mantra always was you can't, you can put, you can put oil-based, you can put water-based over oil-based, but you can't put oil-based over water-based. Is that, pretty good is that still that's true? That still holds? Yeah. Yeah. You can put water over, over oil, but yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Oil and water don't mix. I know that. <laughs> like if, if, but somebody were to call me they today, go great on a salad. <laughs> yes, if, exactly. If, if, if somebody were to call me today and say, "I've got, um, you know, I got a new Cedars house, and um, I want a solid color," I would put an oil primer. I if I could get get it all pre-primed. You know, on sawhorses or whatever, yep. get all both sides of the boards, edges, everything primed with an oil first and then get it on and then put a coat of solid color latex stain over the top of it that's a great look and it's going to do it's going to be phenomenal it's going to hold up really well <laughs> and um because the oil is going to soak in seal up that wood seal in those tannins if you're dealing with cedars or redwoods and those kind of things yep. dug first yeah and um and then the water base is going to give you your uv protection you know and, and your element protection that would be a great system if you could do that. Good to know. Put that in your notebook, Chase. It's <laughs> <laughs> filed away. <laughs> uh, once again, I learned a ton of stuff. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today, yeah, Kevin. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. These are good questions for you. And yeah, we'll hopefully uh, see you back here real soon. Yeah, we'll see some warm weather. And yeah, we'll see yeah, on the job site this summer. And exactly. Up at the Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, so we're going to stick around. We have some fun here in a little bit. But I've got to give a huge shout-out to our buddy Ross Smith. Ross has become a good friend of Chase and Ashley and all of our Cabin Master family. Uh, he's got a big surgery coming up, so we're thinking about him. And uh, you know, he's donated some really cool slabs of wood. Absolutely. Ashley's design table. Uh, my our housewarming present you made. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, my buddy Chris and I just went down and saw him the other day and – Picked up a bunch of roofing and some cool wood. So, yeah, Ross, thanks for everything, buddy. And we're thinking about you. And Fletcher has a shout-out here real quick. Uh, I have a shout-out to my ski coach. 
uh, you watch these shows, and yeah, help me. Who's your ski coach? Um, Coach Fournier. Coach Fournier. Sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> <laughs> we put him on the spot. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, help me this season. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Coach. All right. And thank you, everybody. And uh, let's uh, come back after the break, and we'll have some fun. All right. From paint to products, we have got main cabin masters, Kennebec Cabin Company gear here. We're having a huge winter blowout sale. There's kind of a reason, too. We should tell them why. Why? Well, because we got a bunch of things in the works. We're moving some stuff around. Oh, yes. We're, right. We're right, getting a new right, warehouse. Yes, so the yes. more you guys buy, the less we have to move. The Box better our up. backs are, the better the cabins will be next year because we'll still be young and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it all just, for you. Yeah, just go, like, go with it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're having a big winter blowout sale right now. Biggest sale of the year. Biggest sale. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, 40% off select items, so we're just going to quickly go through some of the different items. Let's teach Fletcher some sales skills. All right, Fletcher, I'm going to hold up an item, and then yep. you give us a description to the audience. Okay, okay ready? To, right here, we have the wonderful orange main cabin master's um, water bottle. 40% off, limited time only. Yeah, made by? Made by... Now, Gene. Okay, Fletch's prices might not be correct. They're sales, so let's not say oh. any prices, but on sale, okay? On, on sale. sale. <laughs> All right, your dad's going to hit you now. These beautiful um, mittens to keep your hands warm any day of the winter or the summer. <laughs> on sale now, only at Kennebec Cabin Company. Three kittens mittens made in Randolph, Maine. Oh, you know, Randolph. Smallest Randolph? town in Maine. Like, is it? Yeah, you some... Are these made from sweaters? Those are really cool. Sweater mittens, just like the old Bernie Sanders. Oh, let's, wore. Go, let's go right here, Fletcher. Okay. You... Uh, these, these Cold are... weather. Those, um... These are big. Those are big socks. Okay, Fletcher, sell them. Right here, we have the main Kevin Master socks to keep your feet warm anytime when it's snowy. Um, from ice fishing to shoveling the snow. Yeah, on sale on Kenwick Cabin Company. All right, next up we have a set of four tea towels and um, dining room towels made by, they're wonderful, they're made by North Circle Studio and they're cloth napkins. Tell us, some, Fletch, what um, would you be great for? We have these wonderful <laughs> flower and tree, um, birch tree um, tea napkins. Um, anytime if you want some tea and you spill, you got some tea napkins. It makes you look sophisticated. And this, this yes. company also, real quick, makes these beautiful handbags. Yes. Totes. Nice. Totes. Nice stuff. And then we have this. Fletch, what is that? Tell us what that uh, is. It's a... <laughs> is it a, is it a small quilt? Yes. It is a small quilt. <laughs> it's a... It's a... Is it a table runner? It's a table runner. I guess. We have this beautiful checkered um, triangle, triangle table runner, if you want to... Um, handmade. Handmade. Roughly... Uh, Rough. 12, 14 by 14 but, inches by 36 inches. That is beautiful. And that's a great thing to put out you know, in the holidays, give you table some color and whatnot. Yeah. On these white, dreary winter days. All right. I'm going to do this one, okay? Here we have reusable metal straws with cleaners. Just because my wife has about 25 sets of these. How do you get the cleaner? Or just like this. Okay? Be that person. Don't use a plastic straw. Pick these up at on sale. Where much a Kennewick cabin company these are great next we have a we you have should know what that is a pitcher or the blender thing same thing blender thing 
wonder thing. It's, it's actually it's, it's a beer a, pitcher. It's a glass beer it. pitcher. Oh, yeah, I guessed it right first try. It doesn't have to be beer. No, it has. It can't be lemonade for the winter. Yeah. It can fit any of your necessary drinks if you want to drink some lemonade or some hot chocolate even. For yeah, right, Kenner Chemical. We'll sell this one. So we got a bunch of these in, and why are we gonna need these coming up? Yeah. Keep going. Oh um, we have this beautiful. Ama- oh, it's upside down. Whoops, I don't want that. <laughs> we have this amazing Kennebec Cabin Company union suit there um for to keep you warm while you're skiing or walking. Chase one wears one all the time. He says it's really comfortable and warm. There's a pee flap and a butt flap. So you don't have to like get all the way, like take it off. Yeah. And there's a zipper, it's buttoned, it's red. At Kennebec Cabin Company. All right. Next, we have a few T-shirts. Um, we have a Straight Out of Cabins T-shirt. Um, what's that from? Do you know? Straight Out of Compton. Oh, that kid is hip. I know, I am. <laughs> and then, um, Straight Out of Cabins T-shirt with all the Kennebec, um, the main cabin masters, cam purse people on there. Um, on sale. Then we have the good job guys, good job guys, good job guys, good job guys, good job guys. Um, T-shirt. Um, because they always say like good job guys, and that's their slogan. Yeah. Um, welcome. To, we have this beautiful green. Welcome to the bucking a. Please enjoy your bucking stay. Um, for Christmas a Christmas, really wonderful. We have another one of those, but um, a bucking a T-shirts. But this is um the Fourth of July one. Seasonal. 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 All right, so last item. And last we have this um like Ziploc like, reusable bag, uh, for um you can store anything in there from vegetables to um hot chocolate. We use those at our house a bunch. We have several sets of those as well. They uh, come in really handy. And throw them right in the dishwashers. Well, yes. I don't know if they dishwash they, but they are at my house, so they were then they still work. And where can you find all this? At Kennebec Cabin Company. Yes. There we go. Great job. Nice work. Nice yes. work. Yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. So. so yeah. Come on in, check it out, or shop online. Yeah. We're there. I think this kid has a future in sales. Yes. So, all right. Nice now we job. have a few. We are on to fan questions. We've got a couple of those. Yep. Fletcher, do you have them? Oh, I do. Uh, one thing I want to bring up real quick. Um, no, now it's snowing out. The snowmobile trails are good. Jedi's been out. He's reporting back. Come on in. We, uh, you know, all trails in Central Maine lead right. to the woodshed. We have some specials <laughs> right now. So uh, come on in on the weekend. You might just see one of us here on our snowmobiles. Um, the fan questions. Yeah. Um, Robbie Hutchins asked, "My house is a one, um is one of four hunting cabins built in the 1940s. I wanted to put some wood sl- um slats on the walls in the laundry room, but they won't stick. How how would you suggest I install these thin boards on the walls? The walls are cement are cement block." Kevin talked about that earlier. There's three types of ways to make things stick, right? Yeah. Chemical. Yeah. Abrasive. And mechanical. Mechanical. I think you're going to want chemical, right? Like a PL300 yeah. or something? I think so. And if, like a lot of those underlayment stuff and like t- types of caulk and cements, you'd have to look at the right ones because you don't want to use ones for foam. It's not like if you use one on a foam board, it can burn through. So it's specific stuff. And there are ones that are not designed for mortar or cement, I didn't yeah. realize as well. So make sure you read the label, but some sort of glue adhesive, PL, tight bond. There's a bunch out there. Just make, like Ryan said, make sure they're. 
Or you could get fur strips and get a Hilti gun or oh, yeah. a ram set and put your strips in, and then you could use a nail gun. Nail but, gun or uh, masonry screws. Masonry screws. You know, pre-drill them, screw them in to hold those, and then nail into those. But if, oh. it, if, it's, if the temperature's right and it's dry, I'd say try an adhesive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom asked, which lake in Maine do you think is the most beautiful and cleanest? I, come on, it's only I mean, clear yes. water. Clearwater Lake, Maine. I love Covasi Lake, but Clear Clearwater is a, just a different lake. Like, actually, I remember the first time going up there, I was like, "Oh, Clearwater's the best lake." I'm like, "Oh, Covasi, the best." <laughs> but they all have their great. You know, every lake they in Maine do. is great. We're all lucky, but Clearwater Lake, you can see down, and I think, to the bottom. Yeah, I think there's a website where you can go on, and it's like top. Yeah, yeah, learn about water quality on lakes and ponds in Maine. Sebec's another clean one, but. It's Crystal amazing. Lake's beautiful one, but yeah, there's nothing like diving off the diving board, and you can see the bottom, and you feel like... I don't know, a snapping turtle almost flipped out. Right, but you could see it swimming around right no, down under there. No, but it was like there. a foot away from me, and it was like so oh. clear, I could like, ah, yeah. scary for me. Um, Good thing you left. Yeah. Gene Ripper asked, um, of the hundreds of exterior doors you install, why are none of them installed to swing outward? Code. Code? Right? Residential doors swing in, commercial doors swing out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, screen doors swing out though because the the other yeah, opposite door swings in. Yes, I don't. Why is? I don't know why. I always thought it was so that. Yeah, you got your groceries. You want to step in. Yeah, like, if you have a big blizzard, right? You want to be able to get out of your house, right? <laughs> oh, that's true too. I think that is why. I've always just kind of assumed. Right. Right. Yeah, because you got a bunch of snow, like. Yeah. And a commercial job, and you know, if it's commercial, you don't live there, so you're going to shovel right. your way in anyways. You're, you're, yeah, you're headed to the door anyways. That's but... our final answer. We're going to stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Thank you for those questions. Keep them coming. You can email them to podcast at maincabmaster.com. And now we are on to trivia. Yep. This might be our time. We got we got someone else answer, asking the questions. <laughs> so last week's trivia question came from Maggie's phone, so we don't uh, know the question. We can't remember what it was. We don't have the answer for you. Okay. It was from Sharon. It was from Aunt Sharon, but we will make sure to answer that one next week as well. Okay. So um, that'll be a twofer. Uh, yeah. Um. So I'm gonna read one. Yes. Um. What treaty ended in the Aroostook War? What treaty ended? Read, read that question again. Ended the Aroostook. What treaty ended in the Aroostook War? In the Aroostook War. Ended. Or, or ended the. Ended the Aroostook War. What treaty ended the Aroostook yeah, War? Sorry, I read that wrong. I guess, treaty of potatoes. I gotta ask you something like that. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be mine. If you know the answer and you're the first person to, to the correct answer podcast at maincabmasters.com, you could win a great prize. Yeah. Yes. And don't forget to send us your project pointers. Yeah. Any questions you got? People are doing anything this year. We haven't got any yet, have we? Like Ben, oh, yeah, like uh, Kevin was saying, people are kind of. Enjoying yeah. what they've got now. And... Keep enjoying it. Don't go to work for us. <laughs> we'll do something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fletcher, thanks for joining us today. No problem. Yeah. Good luck on the rest of your ski race. Yeah. Maggie's first time. I just saw it. Yes. She finished her first run in 59.38 Under a minute. Seconds. That's amazing. Where, where is it? Tickle? It is at Tickham, so that's a good race. She'd give Michaela a run for her money. Good luck on your second run, Mags. Yes, Maggie, we're thinking of you. All right. We always want to thank our sponsors, Hammond Lumber Company, Nelma, Hero Media Network, Kennebec Savings Bank. Thanks for joining us tonight. And from the woodshed, we'll be talking to you. From the woodshed has been brought to you by Nelma, 
See the stamp? Trust the quality. Hammond Lumber, your building project partner. Kennebec Savings Bank, helping our local community save, thrive, and grow for over 150 years. And Hero Media Network, connecting small business with new customers. From the Woodshed is a production of Kennebec Cabin Company. See you next time.